Hey, this is John Reap from the Country-ish Podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. No sports? No problem. My bookie offers the latest and most popular sport game titles and state-of-the-art software. No need to leave the comfort of your home. It's all at your fingertips. Featuring a truly flawless live casino, complete with professional dealers, as well as a large selection of classic and progressive slots games, plus the greatest selection of video poker variants. They really do offer something for everyone. Take advantage of their daily promotions for the casino, which includes bonuses, cash backs, raffles, free chips, and free spins for you to increase your chances of winning every single day. Also, you can put your skills to the test in their latest free blackjack and slots tournaments, which includes a free 10K prize pool blackjack tournament. Stuck at home? Don't even sweat it. They got you covered. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? My bookie pays fast when you win. With decades of experience, great customer service, and hassle-free transactions, why would you bet anywhere else? Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ATCCASINO for a 150% bonus on your first deposit. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. Don't try to run, don't try to hide. You'll steal your car without thinking twice. Start the party, hide your shit. Bet leave this in the house tonight. What's up, Fool Podcast? Welcome to the What's Up, Fool Podcast. Today is What's Up, Fool Podcast Day. For everybody out there who listens every Friday, thank you very much for listening. Today I'm going solo, Fool. I'm going solo. Rodrigo Torres is in Mexico City, hanging out over there, eating some good tacos. It's just me today. And the manager over there on the side. And our engineer to the right over here, chilling like a villain. He can go, probably go through 100, 100 podcasts every week. Oh, my God. How can you do that? Man, by, by 100 podcasts, it's, damn, you don't even care. You're, I don't know, man. I couldn't ever do that. But people do that, man. I'm surprised you don't have a ponytail like most people who work Something doing what you do, they have a long ponytail <laughs> and it's braided like that guy from Silicon Valley who works in the dungeon. I didn't know that guy was a comedian. I know that guy, he's a funny comedian. He's been around that dude. He plays guitar, yeah. Henry Phillips, Henry Phillips, yeah. I used to work, I worked with him before at the Comedy Magic Club. He's nothing like that character. What's up, fool? Okay, man, today's episode is sponsored by Dollar Shave Club. Shout out to that guy who got the Dollar Shave Club. Rodrigo's not here, so but if you want to be shining like his fat cheeks, go to Dollar Shave Club. We love having Dollar Shave Club as our sponsor. Rodrigo Torre loves it. Yeah, man. Right now, man, he's over there shaving como chingón over there in Mexico, showing everybody how to shave. Do you know why Dollar Shave Club is the smarter choice? It's a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. Like, they just bring it to your door. 
You don't have to go to the store and get more razors. No more cheap shaves. You know, it's funny, man. I started noticing, like, towards the like the late 90s, that all the good razors are locked up in a safe now. Really? People were stealing razors? I guess meth heads will sell anything. Comes with the awesome Dr. Carver's Shave Butter, which helps prevent ingrown hairs and fight razor bumps. Let me tell you, man, if you have, like, a curly beard... Razor bumps are a problem, man. I didn't even know sometimes if that was a bump or a, or a blackhead. And I remember I would press on it and press on it and no hair would come out. Then the next day I got like this bubble. It's all infected. Oh, gross. So if you want to avoid that problem, go get that Dollar Shave Club. You too can make the smarter choice by joining Dollar Shave Club. As one of our listeners, for a limited time, New members can get their first month of the executive razor with a tube of their Dr. Carver's Shea Butter for only 5 bucks with free shipping. After that month, the razors are just a few bucks a month. That's a $15 value for only 5 bucks. Your first box will arrive and you'll get an awesome heavy handle razor, a full cassette of four cartridges and a tube of their Shea Butter. No hidden fees, no commitments, cancel anytime. To get the deal, join today at dollarshaveclub.com slash foo. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash foo. So that's our ad, man. And uh, we're so happy to have an ad. We're so happy that our show is doing well, you know. You can listen to it on Audio Boom. We're in the top 100 now, man. Last week, we were number 75. And before that, we were number 65. It's all because of you guys who listen every week and support the What's Up Food podcast. So, upcoming shows, May 18 through the 21st, Tempe Improv, with Rodrigo Torres, Chris Torin, and dun, 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 Martin Rizzo doing the second show on Saturday and hopefully a Sunday show and a late show Friday. He'll be there, man. Looking for a victim. June 1st through the 4th, I'll be at the Arlington, Texas at the Arlington Improv. June 25th, I'll be at, don't really matter where I'll be at. That show is sold out. Not even get, get you excited about it. It's sold out. Sometimes, man, you got to pay attention to my post, my Instagram, my Twitter, because shows pop up and then they're sold out. Like, we having a, we're having our first show in East Los Angeles on Soto Street and First Street at a place called Cities, June 25th. And that show sold out in like in 35 minutes. It was gone, man. And this guy was selling tickets out of his house. Yes, man. So the show is sold out, but that's in East LA. July 1st, I'll be at the AVA Amphitheater in Tucson, Arizona with Paul Rodriguez. Orale! But did you stick to your time, eh? With Paul Rodriguez and Tierra, Malo, and War. Tierra, Malo, and War. Tierra. I remember that band. Um, you guys don't know who that band Tierra is? They're from East Los Angeles. I, I can't remember any of their songs, but they used to perform with Little Willie G, who we had on, on our show. They're, they're a cool band, but the band broke up like in the 90s. 
and they separated. And um, one brother got into a fight with the other brother. They're called the, the Salas brothers. And they broke, they got into a big fight. So one brother took the half of the band that way, and the other brother took the other band that way. And there was Tierra One and Tierra Two. So I remember that because Carlos Oscar was on stage and we were at the Victor Steakhouse in Alhambra or Monterey Park. And he made a joke about Tierra One or Two. And that fool walked up to him. Hey, man, I'm from Tierra. <laughs> That shit was hilarious, man. It was funny because he was making fun of their songs. He said, um, yeah, man, I got all your albums. I got the song you guys did, the oldie one. I got the collecting one. I got the same song on the remix. And that fool got all mad. But anyways, so that was that fool, man. It was hilarious. I wish I knew the name of the song. Fuck it. I'll look it up right now. So that'll be cool, man. I'm only going to be doing like 20 minutes. On stage, not even 20, because we're like the opening up for the bands. It'll be Paul and I, so it'll be a fast show. We'll probably do like half hour each. Um, I might bring some merch, because I know the bands are going to bring merch. I might bring merch. Have Rodrigo Sally, I don't know. It's going to be quick. So, Tucson, Arizona. So, um, yeah, man, so this is um, Tierra, people. You guys might have heard their songs. They were, I think they were... Um, they had a song that was popular for a while. Can I find it here? Can't find it. I'll go to YouTube. We'll put it in later, man. But uh, I want you guys to hear it right now so you guys can know what's up. Also, check out the felipesworld.com slash tour for all shows, dates for the rest of the year. Dollar Shape Club. Don't forget, dollarshapeclub.com. And also go to our felipesworld.com our little um, Amazon window and search for whatever you need for your delights. What's up, fool, man? Last week, I did a show in um, Calusa Casino with Larry Bubbles, Bubbles Brown and Rodrigo Torres. It was like, um, shot. thank you everybody who showed up, sold out show, it was fun. And I haven't been, haven't been in a while, man. It was crazy ass crowd. Oh my god, it was crazy. First of all, we go. We were staying at the hotel room right next to the casino, and I thought that you know we could just walk through the casino and get to the show. No, man, they gave us a ride. We were on a little golf cart, and they took us to the side, and the green room was like um, a block away from where the show was. So we had to um, get another ride to the from the green room to the show. So we're backstage, and I get introduced. The crowd is going crazy. <sighs> 30 minutes into my show, people start yelling shit out, like really yelling shit out, like trying to be part of the show. And then I was doing a joke about um, the 49ers and the Raiders. And this dude was... Uh, was a Kaepernick jersey passes by and wants to talk to me from the stage. And this guy's wearing, first of all, he has a big afro just like Kaepernick. But he's bald from the front. So he looks like that guy from the Three Stooges, Larry Fine. 
That's the one that has the big bushy hair. He looks, yeah, he was bald, man. So, I don't know. I, I started making fun of him, you know. I started using my improv skills. And I said, ladies and gentlemen, we have Kaepernick's father right here. And then after everybody laughed, I took a little kneel. And the crowd goes crazy. I even took a selfie with this guy because he was being so loud. Then some fat Cholo from the, from the left-hand side, he was yelling out Choloisms, which I didn't know what the hell they were. Choloism. Orale, what the? I love you, man. You're the best. Day. Orale, thank you for coming out. He got all. One thing about my shows is, um, like, you go to some shows and people are fucking dressed up, man. Like, they're wearing the best clothes. Like, you go see Bruce Bruce or you go see um, Cedric the Entertainer. Everybody in the audience is dressed up like they're about to go up on stage. Like, it's a fashion show, man. These people, they're dressed up like Mother's Day at a Baptist church on a Sunday. At my shows, <clears throat> or maybe just Calusa, man, people showed up in their fucking house shoes. Like, there was a guy in the front wearing house shoes with fucking basketball shorts. And a, and a jersey, and his girlfriend was all dressed up. I guess somebody didn't really want to go. He's sitting in the front, man. House shoes. Let me tell you, man, I'm not going to pick a fight with nobody at the club wearing fucking house shoes. House shoes, man. So this guy in the back is wearing like an oversized black Hanes jersey. It was like... um. It was long, man. I think the shirt went down to his knees. I think he was wearing the, the Raiders 90. What do you call that, man? What? When do you say to yourself, hey, fuck, hey, I'm going to the comedy show, bro. I'm going to get all dressed up, bro. I'm going to fucking iron my black long T-shirt, eh? And I'm going to make sure it goes down to my knees. And I'm going to wear my pants, bro. I'm going to look like, a, like an Indian woman, bro. Basically, it's what this fool looks like. So that fool was all dressed up, heckling from the back. What's up? I got an email here. What's up, fool? Man, we're back. Yeah, so that shit was crazy, man. It's weird when you when I do a, like a theater show, people are drunk. It gets crazy. It turns into um, my old shows at the Wild Coyotes. When I used to perform with the Wild Coyotes on Monday and Wednesday night, it was like comedy battle royal, man. Like, you really have to do improv. Like, I know a lot of comedians, <clears throat> they sit down and they riff off the stool, but it's a trick, man. It's I'm not trying to put down anybody who riffs you know if you could if you could riff you could riff but it's the same riff every time he goes up there it ain't like the same riff where you know he's being heckled and you gotta make something up and then go back to your set that's real riffing man when you uh, you're doing your set and then somebody heckles you with a Kaepernick jersey with a bald head or a cholo and then you're gonna go back to your set that's real. That's some real riffing, man. When you could just riff, make fun of somebody, and then go back to your act. And most of the time, when I make fun of somebody, 
since I've, I've done a lot of shows, I'm doing like the same joke I did on this person that I did in Tennessee. You know, like if I make fun of somebody with a greasy forehead, it's going to be the same joke I did the last week on somebody else with a greasy forehead. I mean, because that riff or when I first said it was so hilarious, I had to put it to my act. <laughs> oh, man. And I got to hang out with, so riffing, like there's some people who riff who are really good, like Don Rickles. But there's some people who riff who um, are not really making shit up, man. You know who you are, Doc. You know who you are, Doc. You know? Riffing, to me, man, like if you're going to like improvise, I would, I would do that if I'm trying to do um, new material. Like, you know, I, I go up there and just start talking shit till something funny comes up. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Like the best riffing or improvisation I, I think I ever done was when these five comedians went up before me and they were all bombing. I mean, they were sucking, man, like E, like the kind of bonds where you're questioning yourself, why am I why am I out doing comedy on Friday night when I should be at the movie theater with my kids or taking my wife out for dinner or staying home and writing new jokes? The kind of bombing, man, when you just want to, where nothing is feeling good, man. Like, you go home and your wife is fucking uh, an open mic or something. Bad bombings. And I was laughing in my head, like, fuck, these fucking guys fucking suck. They fucking suck. What am I doing here on a Friday night with these amateurs? I go up there and I start bombing harder than everybody. It was like bombing hard. And like the other guys bombed. But they got off the stage in 10 minutes. I got to go up there and bomb for 30 minutes. So I don't know what to do, man. The jokes aren't working. I went through all my material in 15 minutes. So I did something that I learned that you can only learn when you're bombing on stage. I started being honest. Really honest. Like I told the audience, I got to be honest with you guys. I was up there in the back being cocky with myself, like, oh, these comedians fucking suck. The first guy sucked. And then I I, 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 did, I said his joke the way he said it. And then I said, this guy fucking sucked. Then I did the second guy sucked. And I'm backstage saying, this guy fucking sucked. And, and I'm up there thinking, I'm going to destroy the audience. But look at me, man. I'm fucking bombing harder. And the and then the bottom, and then this is a, how my improv skills came up. Right, up. right above the stage was a boat, okay, a fucking boat. Like there was a, there was a, a boat, man. There was just a goddamn boat, and and I said, man, look at me, man. Not only I'm, I'm, I'm fucking on top of, under a boat. I'm not fucking on a sinking ship. I fucking sunk before this fucking ship. So I was bombing hard. Our guest just arrived. What's up, fool? <laughs> I was watching you on TV yesterday. I said, fuck, am I on my podcast? No, you weren't getting paid for it. It was for Comedy Dynamics. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah, man. I have um the I have Roku. Uh-huh. I have Roku on my TV because I got rid of cable. Right, right. I got the same thing. Yeah. So then I went, I looked up for comedy uh-huh. and comedy dynamics. Has a a page for co- it's new wave spinoff mm-hmm. and I'm um, Bob Summers. I guess he sold your 
his, the special you were on <laughs> to um, Comedy Dynamics. And uh, I looked at it, and you're, you were on. You were the first comedian of a young comedy show. Uh, yeah, man. Um, actually, that was uh, Laugh Mobs. Uh, we got next. And um, it's actually on Spotify and Napster. And um, it's running. It's been over in South Africa. You know, I got some friends over there who told me they um, they saw it on television. And you know what? It's, just, it's, a good, it's a good look for me. You know what I mean? I like it. You know, did a great job on it. it was good, unlike, man. unlike what BET did to me. Oh, back in the day. <laughs> you, yeah, it was and horrible. You, and you did the um the one with Byron Allen too. That one always pays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. Did they air that? I don't know. I, I'm, no, the, um, I did the same the, year you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have um, no idea. Eric, Eric, who was one of the producers, told me that uh they held back on it for some reason. I don't know. But Byron, man, he's got a lot of good things going on for himself right now. They held back on it because uh I think Byron Allen was suing these other stations that wouldn't put on his shows. Mm. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was swinging Comcast, and he mm-hmm. won. So then little air over there. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a, a guest today that um, when people say, I started doing stand-up comedy with him. Mm-hmm. No, I did start doing comedy with him. Back What's in that? 1996. Oh, man, jeez. Uh, and he actually, came in here eating a hamburger. <laughs> I went to an Italian restaurant, man. I was hungry, man. My what, wife, what are you having? Uh, it's a chicken, chicken sandwich, chicken sub sandwich with, you know, all the good things on it. You want a napkin? No, I got a napkin right okay. here. Yeah, I didn't even ask them for a napkin. I was just so hungry. I was just like, yo, just give me that sandwich. I'm out of here, yo. But uh, it's good, man. Right on the corner from him. I mean, my wife doesn't cook for me, so I got to figure it out myself. <laughs> you know? My daughter's grown. She don't. She just worry about, you know, these teenagers, they worry about the selfish. They fucking selfish. Man. Oh, man. Am I allowed to curse on this you motherfucker? You do whatever you want. All right, cool. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Your C. Thomas. But yeah. when I first met this fool, his name was Yo Mama. Yo Mama. Remember wow. that shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, back, I was thinking yo. about that when I was, I was, talking, right I was talking with Lisa. I was like, fuck, I've known this <laughs> fool for a long ass time, and he knows the same fools I know. <laughs> and I was t- and um, I first met Your C. We met each other, I think, at the Natural Fudge or Open Mic at the Comedy Store. I'm going to go Big with Natural Fudge. Natural I'm going fudge. with Natural Fudge because that's a fucking classic, bro. Old school Natural Fudge. It was like a, uh, it was a closet. It was. That they had like six chairs in there, a hot ass spotlight, and an old freaky lady used to run it. If she took make out. She took make out of the waist staff. Yeah, that's right. If you, <laughs> if you crush, you could. You got a chance to go crush. If you know what I mean. <laughs> oh yeah, man. And, and, and she had a husband named Johnny. Johnny mm. Roberts. I don't remember him. Yeah, man. He was he, Johnny Roberts. He was a guy with a suit. He used to host the show. Uh-huh. And um, my first time there, man. It was like it was late, late ninety four, late ninety four, mm. and. Um, I went up, I, when I first started doing stand-up, I don't know shit about stand-up. I just watched 80s comic. Right, right. So I went up to dress like Fozzie Bear, bro. <laughs> I had the coat. Well, you still look like Fozzie Bear. <laughs> I, had to, <laughs> I had the fucking coat with the patches, dog. Right, right, right. And I had a bolo tie. Idiot. Wow. And, and then I go up there, and her husband, right, Brenda, whatever her name was. Yeah, yeah. Her husband was Johnny Roberts. He was hosting a show. Hey, kid. We're, we're shooting a comedy show next week. You want to? We want you wanted. For I thought I made it. Wow, for real. I wow. thought I made it. I went back and I got a. I got a. I got, I got my pants. I got to buy this. I wasn't even thinking about the set list. I'm first time doing comedy. And man, big I didn't, time, baby. I didn't know it till a year later. It was local access. Yeah, 
Look, Channel 3, you can't even have cable to watch this. Right there on Fountain near Scientology, bro. Right there, man. You need, have you been past that place yes. lately? It, it's an apartment. Pointed it. It's an apartment. I always point it and go, yeah, I started there. <laughs> I think it's called the Melrose Playhouse now. Ah, man, it looked like an apartment complex to me. It don't have anything on it the last time I drove past there. It was funny, man, because they had a lot of eight by tens, and um, a lot of the people that were probably starting off with, like you, along the board yeah. in, Jimmy Kennedy, Cynthia Levine, yeah, and um, there would be all these Brian Holtzman, all these photos up, and I was I didn't know Alonzo Bowden, but he was staring at them too, mm. and he goes, "Who are these people?" Right. He said, "Those are the stars." <laughs> hey, it, was, it was like pictures of people that never been to that place. Bring some. Bringing some crazy <laughs> memories back. Rita right Rudner and shit. Yeah. <laughs> then we had uh, Wild Coyotes, man. I'm sure you talk about that a lot on your on your shows, but Wild Coyotes was awesome. Also, a, ten a years awesome place run. to go. Yeah, man. To go and, and we paid. Yeah, man. I remember, man. You know, just going in, and just you know, getting my chops up, bro. And you know, that place toughened my skin, man. And and I, I owe a, I owe a lot to them, those guys, bro. You know, and it's been some wild shit going on over there too, man. A lot of cholos used to come through there, the mongos, and I remember Oscar De La Hoya used to hang out there too, man. And it was, it was fun times back then, you know. And Gabe, you, uh, shoot, man, Chivago. Don't forget me, Doc. Yeah, Doc. Oh, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, yeah, Jeff Garcia. Willie, a drunk ass. Willie, Jesus, man, bro. We got spoiled. Who was the DJ? Who was uh, the DJ? It was, it was a bunch of it was Ron, some gay guy named Ron Williams. The white boy. What's the white boy's name? Oh, uh, David Chase. Chase, yeah, Chase. Chase. There was a. Oh yeah, I remember. She came yeah. to tail in. There was that karaoke. They had that full singing. <laughs> Jesus, man. It's good to see you, man. I'm good glad you have you, me on man. the show, man. What is this like? I heard this is your 150th. 150th. Uh, 150th or 151. Okay, like like uh, Bacardi Rum, one fifty one, baby. Bring the black guy in. So right now, I was talking about man. How, <laughs> Where's how, the rum at? No, there's no rum theme here tonight. Jesus Christ! You guess so, man. <laughs> so fridge or whether you want a beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was talking about man. The show I did a lot. I don't want to name the comedian that was there, but I was last. Mm. You know, and it was like a twenty people there. It was in San Pedro, the Sheraton, a Friday night, and I was watching these fools bomb, bro. The kind of bonds where, man, what the motherfucker doing here on Is Friday this current, night? currently? No, a long time ago, okay, 15 okay. years ago. Right, right. And, but I was being cocked in the back, talking, going over my stand. I'm going to kill these motherfuckers. Right, yeah, yeah. These motherfuckers are whack. That's why I'm getting paid 60 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know they lowered that now. It's, yes. it's lower now. It's $25 now. No, it's just, <laughs> not even that, man. Just bring Jeez. 10 people. <laughs> right. So I'm, I go up there, man, and I start bombing hard. Mm -hmm. But what I'm learning from was that that was the first night I was honest on stage. And I told the audience what I was thinking before I went up. Mm -hmm. I was telling the audience, all these fools are going to bomb. All these fools fucking suck. Yeah. And every time I said that about somebody, they were dying, bro. Right. So I was saying they suck. But I thought I was going to kill up here. No, I'm bombing. Right. I got to make fun of these hacks just to get laughs. Right, right, right. Change but, the man, atmosphere. But I changed it, man, and I learned a lot from right there. If you're honest, it works. But then I went back to Coyotes. Well, you have to be honest. I mm. honestly sucked over there. Yeah. We always tell the audience here that the people at that Wednesday night room, as we got better in comedy, that audience got better at heckling. <laughs> it was the same people there. Right. Yeah, we had a lot of regulars that came through over there, man. And they were raunchy, bro. They were raunchy, man. And I tell you, if you can break that crowd, bro, you had something. You really had something, you know? And uh, 
I don't know, man. It's just I, I was just going, man, because I was happy to get paid for one. <laughs> and a meal. <laughs> and a meal. It was awesome. I would get there early. <laughs> I would get there Fuck early yeah. to, to freaking eat, man. And uh but it was man, great times there, man. There's some other places, man, we used to do too, man. Of course, um Rudy's room. Rudy's room. Uh, what was that? The Red Bull. Oh, I can't the Brave that. Bull. Oh man, now you like got me scratching my head, man. <laughs> Damn, I know there was Casa Latina too. Yeah, that, that was a spot though, man. That was Tuesday nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Monday nights and Wild Coyotes, Tuesday nights, Casa Latina. Wednesday night, somebody has something. Thursday night, the Commerce Casino. Yeah, man. Friday night, I don't know where, Red, Red, Red Bull or somebody Who was had doing Commerce? It wasn't Rudy back then though, was it? No. He took it over after a while. And it was, uh, yeah, man, Edwin San Juan is doing good too, man. Edwin, you know, he's out in Vegas doing his thing. That Planet Hollywood. Yeah, man. I went out and I worked with him a couple of times, man. What's that like, look? man, to work seven days a week? It's uh, it's awesome. For me, it's just, you know, it's, it's, I'm in the gym, you know. Not only that, I'm, I'm hanging out with a good friend, man. You know, all you guys, man, I consider my my good friends, you know. And just to be out there with him and see his family and and him living in a, in a good light, man, it was it was awesome for me, you know. Um, but to perform every night like that is, it's like being in a gym, man, and going to work out, you know, and. He allowed me to do that. You know, I wasn't trying to make it tough for him. He even he he wanted me to make it tough for him because it makes him better. You know, he doesn't get comics like us to go out there and challenge him. You know, and uh, you know, a couple of times I would do it for him, but he would pull because he's a vet. We all veterans, man. He, we could follow each other, no problem. You know, but um, he's uh, he's doing well, man. I'm happy for him. Yeah, man. You're originally from New York. I'm from Jersey, Atlantic City. I lived in New York before I came here, though. I was, a lot of people think uh, I'm I'm from there. On what street of of uh, Monopoly game are you? Uh, it's not on there. Um, Pitney Village. It's <laughs> 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 not on there. Uh, let me see. Baltic Avenue would probably be. My the wife closest, said that yeah. uh, that um, those streets are actually ghetto. The ones that the, they like are. Baltic they, is actually ghetto. And you know what? I just brought that game. I just yeah. bought that game, and it's the new one. You know they have one now with a credit card. Oh, <laughs> sick, yo. <laughs> I guess, you know, a lot of people were uh, counterfeiting money and monopoly money, so now they got to do credit cards and stuff. So, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> so, Atlantic City, huh? Yeah, man, AC, bro. Have you have you performed there yet? Never. No? What's wrong with you, man? Never been booked You got the there. Borgata. Got the Borgata. Uh, got, um, they used to have uh, the Trop at the, something, Comedy Stop at the Trop, but they closed that down. Yeah. But I think it now it's just the Borgata, man. You started comedy there or here? I started comedy here, man. Um, back in '93, I, uh, I I had just got out of prison, and uh, y'all didn't know that. I, know, I, I was I, in prison. I, I don't know you were in prison, but I, <laughs> but I, I I um on my from my peripheral people talking, I think Toby Hicks or maybe Eric Blake had mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to score from one of them. Yeah. Um, I used to uh, well, not um, no, no, Eric Blake. Yeah. 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 No, actually, I was, I was, yeah, I was, me and my homeboy, it's a long story. Eric Blake, uh, he was, I can't put his business out there like that. <laughs> just, we'll, we'll cut in just another comic. Yeah, another comic. <laughs> but anyway, man, back in the day, I knew Eric. Though, yeah, he, you know he, I mean? he, he used to ball, I, right? Yeah, he was With a good baller, stars? man. But uh, back in the day, though, you know, that's when I first met him. And But I had decided to get into comedy uh, sometime later. And um, that's when Def Jam was out, and I was inspired by that. I was like, yo, I can do that. And then at that time, I, the girl that I was dating, her girlfriend's boyfriend was doing stand-up. And I was like, yo, let me, this guy is deep. He's funny. We went and saw him. He was like, funny. I'm like, yo, I'm going to get my, my, my knowledge from him. And I was like, yo, Brandon, 
yo, man, what do I need to do to start doing stand-up comedy? And I'm waiting for him to give me, like, the holy grail. You know what I mean? He's like, just do it. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man, there's got to be more. What, what else is there? Man, there's something else I need to do. I got to do push-ups. I need to do sit-ups or whatever. What, what do I need to do? He's like, just do it, bro. That's it. Just go up on stage and do it. And that was it. That was it. And I was, like, left bewildered, bro. Like, oh, man, it's got to be more out there. But um, I just, I wrote out three minutes, man, and did my first set over at the uh, Golden Sales. I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah, Long Beach. Do you remember that? No, no, that was uh, that was uh, El Segundo. El Segundo. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was called Golden Sales. Um, so I went out there, man, and um, I, I had three minutes. I think the guy put me up first. And man, I can I can remember just already shit. I must have left a, a trail of shit going towards the stage, bro. <laughs> so I was petrified, bro. I mean, like sweating, and I got up in. But I, I, what I did was before I went up, though, is I convinced myself. I said, "Look, no matter what happens, you get through this material, this three minutes you worked on." And as soon as I said like two or three words, boo. And it was like, fuck. It was like a fuck. ripple effect, bro. And oh, these are all yeah. black people, okay? And they, they're raunchy. They, they didn't give a, a rat's ass about the shit I had to say. And I'm like saying to my mind, just get through it, get through it, get through it. And I'm talking and I'm talking. And they just kept booing, getting louder and louder. Man, I'm, man, bro. And so something in the back of my mind said, hey, man, listen, just tell them to calm down and, you know, you want to. You want to get this this last thing out. Just get them to calm down. And I was like, hey, 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 guys. just Hey, listen, just calm down. Please just just calm down a second. Let me just say one more thing. Please just let me say one more. And I noticed that the crowd started getting lower and lower. The booster started, you know, and then they all calmed down and it was quiet. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> and left. <laughs> and ever since then, bro, I've been going strong head on. That's crazy about when, when a black crowd doesn't like you, man. Because we had um, Chepo, Juan Garcia. Yeah. I feel talking about that now, man. They were booing me. They were booing me in a song. Wow. It was like, boo, ooh, 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 ooh. Wow. They were going, boo, boo. They were chanting, bro. That's the worst. Oh, man. But, yeah, man, that was my first time ever going up, man. And um, I never looked back, man. Never looked back. But um, Yes, I'm talking. What's the worst bombing you had? That one. That one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but that was your first time you came back and tried again, though, right? Um, Yeah, man. I kept going. Obviously, I'm still here. I'm still doing it. I think it, a booing like that, I'm... my first time, probably would have made me sad and not come back for another year. Mm. But I've been booed uh, a couple of times after that, though. I mean, I remember I did a Def Jam audition. Got booed at, uh, did, uh, doing that. And then the next day, they gave me another chance at the Comedy Act Theater. Got booed over there, too. So I was like, yo. This ain't working. And uh, I think I went and got a job. <laughs> I got a job, and uh, I was working, and I uh, said, you know what? Steady I'm Systems. Yeah. You remember that? Uh, my wife, I was talking to my wife earlier about it. Wow, um, bro. Jesus. Because, um, I, you remember that, bro? I was, think, I was thinking, like, wait a minute. Your C knows Jose, mm. which we, like, we, we used to call Vacuna growing up. And you know BB, mm. which is the fucking bigger bullshitter. Mm. <laughs> and Rafa. My boy, he plays left-hander. He used to have a hit long. Big guy, big Mexican fool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I grew up with the three guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was telling Lisa that my first TV credit was in 1996 on Showtime. Mm -hmm. And I get to this barbecue because Rafa, Ralph, 
is throwing a big barbecue. We have a listener here who knows those three guys. Um, Raul, what's up? Raul, shout out. Um, he goes, Felipe, I'm going to have a barbecue for you at uh, my, my fucking house for me and I think Roxy. And um, I get over there, I'm on a battle. I don't know where the fuck it was. I get to the barbecue and Yorsi's there. I said, fuck, you know your mama? <laughs> oh, Yorsi Thomas? Yeah. <laughs> you got to work with these fools. Like, wow, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So we were there. I go, wow. Steady systems, bro. Small world, man. Small world. Yeah. What that fool doing now, man, you know? BB is delivering food with fucking Uber and uh, what Grubhub. Oh my god! And he was, I he, hate Grubhub. And he was um. He that was is a, the worst, bro. They somebody stole my food one time. It came. My food came cold one time, and they stole my food another time. I gave him a chance. I gave him benefit of the doubt. Okay, this dude must have been hungry. Never came with my food. Yeah, man. I'm not trying to bash Grubhub, but. I, but yeah. you gotta, well, I, I got my the, the wrong food showed up one time. That guy was fucking gone already. <laughs> I and they um I comp- I got on the phone, you know, I calmed down, and they they took the the charges out of my card for all that food. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got. But it's not worth it because you're still hungry. Yeah, I'd rather go get it myself, bro. But in yeah. Chicago, the Grubhub guy, he was a fan of stand up comedy. He knew yeah. who I was. So they, they see your name and everything? No, when he showed up, he saw me, hey, yeah, man, I'm going to the show. Me and Rodrigo were with him. And he goes, yeah, man, um, hey, bro, you want to take us to the show? <laughs> so he brought the food and he drove us to the show, went home, took a shower, came back with a fat blunt. What? And then after the show, he drove us back. So I gave him four stars. Yeah, dog. <laughs> Wait, aren't you supposed to give him five? Is it five? Four. Four, that's it? I thought it's it's five stars, man. You chipped the dude. It was four. Nah, man, it's five stars, bro. Oh, it's really oh, okay, that's different then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this guy was Grubhub. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so that's what I'm um, be with the he Isn't does Grubhub. That, that's not through Uber. No. Yeah. Oh well, the Uber Eats. Uber Eats. That's what it was. Uber oh Eats. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to point at you, but. So you um, so you got the job at Steady System with them fools. Yeah, man. Um, I was working the graveyard over there. And uh, it's dope, man. I was getting paid a lot of money to work there on Graveyard, doing nothing pretty much. But um, I knew I wanted to do stand-up comedy, man, because I I, I used that time there to uh, write and create, man. And, um, you know, it was was, even though it wasn't busy over there, I saw it as an opportunity for me to, you know, work on my material and get out. And I remember, man, just being able to get on stage and then get off and run to work because, you know, I had to be there at 12 or some shit, you know. So I uh, had to show up to clubs early, man. And but um, you know, man, twenty three years later, bro, still doing it, man. I, I'm a lot funnier. Cats are calling me a legend now. They trying to hang around me to get all the information they can out of me, and they asking me how what they got to do. And you know what I tell them? What? Just do it. Do it. <laughs> That's it. Just do it. We we, all, we we both got to work with Russell Peters. Yeah, man. I saw Russell the other night. Matter of fact, Russell's Let me cool. See your man. wrist. Huh? You're not wearing it? What's that? He didn't get you a watch? Nah, he didn't get me a watch. I'm not <laughs> I'm not that good with Russ. <laughs> but now Russell's good Peter. Good Russell's good people, man. He um he took me uh he let me open for him a couple of times, man. And uh he took me in Edwin, uh San Francisco one time. Um, did a great job up there. That was it's weird where somebody too generous, huh? You don't understand. you feel like what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do I owe you? <laughs> right. I ain't taking out my pants. Yeah. 
But um, other than that, man, it's like you, man. It's fucking last comic standing, man. Fucking last man. comic standing. I, I think the last time I saw you, we was doing like cocaine in a in a liquor store parking lot. Or yeah, man. Show. We were. <laughs> you know, you know it's funny. One of the stories that we talked about here on the podcast was that time that you showed up to Wild Coyote to do your your set. Then you said, "Felipe, man, this is cat that wants to do comedy at two in the morning." <laughs> <laughs> this guy named Doug. You gotta, oh yeah, <laughs> bro! Oh, I've been yeah. telling. I told that story in another podcast, and man, that's the, that's the one. That's the story that made. After that story, people were telling me, "Felipe, you got to your own fucking podcast." Yeah. So Jesus, and that fool man. showed up to my show. Really? For, yeah, he had a photo of me at his house getting doggy points. <laughs> <laughs> Was that not the best, bro? Yes. Insane, bro. I, would, I mean, I this t- guy had his place darkened out. <laughs> it, yeah, blackout. I mean, when you walk out of that place in the morning time. For like Vegas. Man, bro. You're like a damn vampire, man. It was like, ah. <laughs> God, jeez. It was, dude, it was, I was always telling people, man, I'm, I don't know my... For everybody who know, man, this is your seat. Thomas, the one I told you about, got me on that gig at Dougie Points. <laughs> We're walking Dougie, around Dougie this Points. place, right? That's funny. And they had liquid Coke hitting all over the place. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jeez, man. I used to have a, uh, you know, I got tired of sniffing the damn powder. So I I, I saw somebody, they, they took their cocaine and he had it like it's, and it's like those nasal things. You used to squeeze your nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had like a little water. He added a little water to it and shit. I was like, all right, let me try that. And I used to walk around in there like like I had sinus problems and shit. Like, other no. That's the noise it made. But I thought when I was using it, he was telling me, yeah, bro, when I go to Talman, I just pack it in my suitcase, like nasal spray. I get to New York, man, I bust out at party. Everybody asking me to give him a little squirt. Like you get through security, no problem with those things. He goes, I'm thinking of changing my name to. Right. But I thought that was like the most, you know, when you're doing coke, you're like, fuck, this guy's a fucking genius. Right, right. I'm going to do that at home. Nah, Jesus you don't do it at Christ. home, man. Man, I, hey, dog. Hey, man. You know what? Those were some of the best times of my career. And yeah. I remember um, you and I were partying. No, what made me laugh one time is I did a photo. I did a bunch of photos, mm. and every photo of the of the picture had me in different Posted like me laughing real loud, like ah, uh-huh. me all sad, right? Me all mad, me surprised, <laughs> me looking crazy, and then everybody had, was writing something, but you wrote the funniest one. Yeah, I've seen all those faces. Right, <laughs> right, man, bro. This man. What else have we been through in this? Hell yeah, bro! You saw murder, ass. bro. I did actually. Uh, damn, bro. Uh man, what happened on this day? You know, I used to go. This dude, uh, as a matter of fact, he was, I used to go he was my coke. He was my coke dealer and uh, my weed dealer. Oh yeah, yo, you yeah, took me there one time, Jake, and I waited Jason. outside. You give me a little bail, yeah, for fifty dollars. Yeah, uh, yeah, my man. Um, I used to go there before. I used like this one particular night. It was like March Madness too, man. And um, I stopped over there, man, and uh, you know, just as, before I went to do my show at the Union, and um. 
I was booked too that night. And I uh, stopped there just to hang out and talk. And we were talking about stories, man. Like it was, it was my man Jason, uh, one other dude, and myself. And um, we, we were just talking about how we were accident prone as as kids, you know, just talking about, you know, he, I talked about how I used to, how I was swinging on this swing one time and this girl was pushing me real hard. And then I finally got like, you know, when you're on a swing and somebody's pushing, I mean, not, not, not like a swing swing, but I'm hanging on this bar. It was like a gate that was split open onto the freeway and yeah. shit. And so she's like pushing me out towards the freeway, you know, and but no cars was coming. It was kind of late. And then she goes, let go. And I go, all right. And I let go. And I'm like, my feet are up, up, up in the air while my head is back like towards the ground. And I fall back on my hand and broke my wrist. And I was telling that story to him. And then he goes, yeah, man, I remember I was riding a bike and um, some lady just cut in front of me. And he like hit her and his bike flipped over and his and he like when he looked up and his leg was turned the other way like that. Like I was like, oh shit. So we like trying to top each other's fucking accidents and shit as kids, you know. But then I, it was a knock at the door, bro. And uh man, he he got up, um, opened the door, man, and uh all I saw was this hooded dude coming through the door with a pistol to his head. And I clearly remember him saying, Lay down, homie. He had that L.A. accent. Lay down, homie. <laughs> and uh, he had the gun up to his head. And Jason, you know, he was a, he was a military vet. And uh, I guess he tried to do some type of move, you know what I mean? And it didn't, it didn't, didn't help him none. And I heard the gun go off, bro. But before that even happened, man, um, usually Jason would have, you know, his daughter on the weekends and I guess this kid would go home on that Monday. It was a Monday. His kid would go home to his mo- her mother that Monday. She didn't go home that night. She came out. I didn't even know she was in the back. She had came out when we were talking, telling our stories and stuff. And I was like, oh, your daughter's here. All right, cool. He sends her back in the room because we was, you know, we smoking and doing drugs and shit. <clears throat> and then that's when, you know, now I understand why he did what he did because his daughter was there. And, uh. So, you know, I, I immediately got up, man. The other dude, I don't know what happened to him. I jumped up, man, and I ran to his room, and I saw his daughter laying in the bed, and I told her to hide because we were up on the second story, and I didn't want to jump out the window with her in, in my arms because I didn't want to risk hurting her. So I told her she should hide, and um, I tried to open the window. Window wouldn't open. I tried to break it. You know, I'm like, now I'm in the fucking movie zone, so I'm like trying to break it like this. It wouldn't wouldn't break and then I saw how to unlock it and I unlocked and I stepped up in the window bro and there was nothing there to break my fall but this thin ass fucking twig of a tree bro from the second floor and I said fuck it I'm going for it I'm and at the same time I'm looking at the door because this dude is coming I heard one shot that was it and I was gone and I'm listening for more because that other dude was in there I'm like he gonna kill that that fool so anyway I jumped down on that twig, bro, and it, man, it saved me from her causing damage to myself. And then uh, I started running out the parking lot and at the same time looking back at the window because I didn't want that dude coming to the window and start busting at me. So, and then there was a, I, I jumped into a parking lot and, you know, there's an automatic gate that slides, it slides closed, but it was closed at this particular time. And I've tried to climb over it. And as I was grabbing these spikes at the top of this gate to, to climb over, one of them gave way and I fell back. And just as I fell back, I saw those two dudes walking slowly, casually, as they're taking off their jackets and shit to the car. And they put their shit in the trunk. 
And they got in the car and sat there for a few minutes. And then they took off. So I'm like, these dudes are professionals. Hell, they waiting for somebody to run out, huh? Yeah. They they came there for a reason. And um, so I uh, I managed to uh, get over the gate after they pulled off, man. And I, and I went around. I ran upstairs, bro. And um, I saw my, my, my friend Jason. You know, there was a couple of people over him with towels and stuff, man, and trying to stop him from bleeding. It happened. He just got shot in the head. And, uh, man, I kind of, I, I, uh, bro, I left, man. I, I couldn't, I couldn't stick around, bro. I had to leave. And, and, and something told me to go back because the motherfuckers were going to come looking for me, of course, you know, because I got my fingerprints all over the place. And then, uh, I had to go down and, you know, do the whole routine thing with the police, man. But, uh, Jason was a good dude, man. You know, he just, he was a little sloppy with, <clears throat> with the way he handled his business. But that was my experience, man, you know. Um, to this day, man, I don't, I, I think I stopped doing drugs and shit after that, man, you know, cause I don't want to be in that atmosphere, man. Damn, man. I remember you showed up to, uh, immediately you showed up to flight out and I was there playing Madden. Oh yeah, you was over you there. You were freaking out like, dog, dog. You could just <laughs> cut to my house right after that shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. But man, you were. See, I used to hang over at your you place were, too. Like, yeah, you were, <laughs> like you see the ghost, bro. Yeah, man, it was. Oh, it was. I never seen uh, like your face look like you seen well, what you saw. Yeah, man, that's that was uh, that was an, a hell of an experience for me, bro. And I tell you right now, man, that's one of the reasons why I don't get involved with you know that, that drugs or anything, man. And uh, I mean, I still smoke weed. I go to the dispensary for that, but hopefully nobody ain't gonna come in there and try to kill nobody. <laughs> you know. Hey, man, but for a while, we were partying hard, huh? I remember hanging out at your place a couple of nights. Lights out, TV on, playing games and shit, and doing rails, bro. Where you used to live at? You was, like, close to downtown. You had a nice little spot. That Boylston. Overlooked I'm Boylston, right there on downtown. Yeah, overlooked downtown, didn't you? used it? to make that cool little straw, bro, with aluminum foil. Yeah. <laughs> I remember trying to make it when you were gone, fucking it all up. I said, this guy comes with fucking apps. Yo, man, you know, you become crafty after a while when you fucking learn how to do cocaine for so long. You ain't got the utensils and shit, man. I remember, uh, your seat was very stylish, too, man. And um, he has a very contagious laugh. Oh, Lord. Like, when he's, he's with you, man, and he's laughing... It's a real, like a real genuine laugh. Can you do an impression of it? Because I don't know what it is. I can't even do it, man. Jesus. I got to uh. remember it. There it is. It's kind of like the only song. <laughs> Shit. How about the time we stood in line, man, for fucking. Uh, the first night, right? For uh, uh, Last Comment Standing. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. That we was, we stayed out it, overnight, man. didn't we? It was an overnight thing. We all, I was telling everybody, we you, me, your, Rodrigo, Yorsi, and we always tell the story that, man, we all had gigs that night, yeah. but somebody was holding our spots. Right. And we get there, man, we're up all night. Wow, bro, that man, that was. I man. made it. We made it through, but I didn't get picked. I, I, I actually, they aired my my oh like maybe a good fifteen seconds of my shit, bro. They didn't air me, man. They gave me a check for that too. Awesome, twelve hundred beans, bro. <laughs> and you know what? what? <laughs> I got that check, and uh, I remember you old ass trying to get you to get away. No, 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 no. The production company. <laughs> The production company was like, hey, <clears throat> the union is uh, asking uh, that we sign this check over to them. 
And at that time, I was sleeping in my car, bro. I was homeless, man. And wait a minute. The union wants all of this money and I don't have any? For what? You didn't stand in that line all night like I did. You didn't get me that gig. You didn't do anything to, to for me to give you this whole check. You know what I mean? So I was like, hell no. <laughs> and I took that check, man, and cashed it. And, of course, I got high and stuff like that. Because you had a... You did a TV credit before that, probably like five years ago. I was on Mad TV. Yes, so so that one they kept and they figured, well, when you we'll we'll get the motherfucker. Yeah, I was was Taft Taft Hartley or something like that. Yeah, so I had like one foot in, one foot out type of thing, and I was like, well, yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, sure, you know, I appreciate you. Look, I I appreciate what the union does, man. It's a unity thing. You like you know like the writers' union, and I think comics should have a union as well. But you know, it's 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 about Doing what's right for people who work hard out there and making sure they're getting compensated for their their skills or whatever, I'm I'm down for that, bro. But man, when I man, if I'm hard up, bro, and I'm in my car, you know, I got to pee in a fucking bottle. I got to get the big mouth bottle. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you can't use yeah, these well, little water you, bottles. You're to be peeing in little off. Mickey's big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have a six pack somewhere, <laughs> you know. What I'm yeah, saying? man, he be uh, he, he be peeing those big Fanta bottles. <laughs> right. I gotta use. I can use a thermos, bro. Yeah, stick my whole dick in there. Yeah, man. You want to see peas? Need this motherfucker needs a certain the light bottle. <laughs> Y'all motherfucker be peeing yeah, snack like One time I tried to piss in a can, cut my dick all up. God damn. <laughs> don't, hey, don't try that at home. Jesus. Yeah, uh, you were like living in a car for a while, huh? Yeah, man. I had a Honda Civic. It was a 97 Honda Civic. You would show man. up to walk because you were just sleepy. Yeah. There was times I slept over there too, man. All right, guys. I see you. I'm going home. <laughs> We sit out there and bag on each other for a while. I just wait till I'm bagging on the last person and he leave. All right, man, I'm done. All right, bro, take care. See you later. I go in my car. And you went to um, street somewhere. A lot of USO trips. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah, man, I did uh, a lot, bro. Have you done those? Never. Man, you did one with Trenton, right? Uh, I don't remember. I don't recall going out with Trenton, bro. Yeah, I don't. Has he done those? Yeah. I didn't know. But, uh, yeah, I used to work with, uh, not USO, but it was MWR. I did a lot of shows for those guys, man, over in uh, the Middle East. But at that time, it was uh, Iraq, uh, Kuwait, uh, Afghanistan. Um, I've also been to Japan and Germany. And just recently, I uh, was over in the Mediterranean, bro. You know, Greece, uh, Jordan. Uh, Man. Italy, jeez. I remember when you came back from the Mediterranean, man. You were wearing those Mediterranean white pants. <laughs> the ODI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, who dressed like a Muslim. Hey, man. Those pants are comfortable. Sheets. They look like sheets. Hey, man. I'm they were like, you, they're comfortable. They were like, I remember sometimes. they were white, almost like MC Hammer pants. <laughs> and I had my kufi and shit. Yeah. You know? You know, man, if I had to choose, I don't I don't have a religion right now. I don't follow a religion. I think all religions are more like a cult. But if I had to choose, it would be Islam. And I think they're more... Uh, and more, uh, they got this shit together, bro. You know what I mean? It's although I like the fact that you're able to have more than one wife. <laughs> How about you, Felipe? Uh, <laughs> Would you like to have more than one wife? Yeah, but if my wife would uh, approve of it. If your wife approved, she would have to be the first one, though. You know, she can she control all the other four bitches. Yeah, like if I was Mormon, she'd be like the main one. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Latin women would tolerate that. 
Hell no, man. Yeah. You start getting into a fight every night. Yeah. Imagine five Latino women saying, Hondevas, where are you going? Where are you going? Take me with you. Buy how, me something. How come you haven't um, done any of the military runs, man? I don't know. But I go back there, they didn't have a green card. What? Nah. Whoa. You got one now? Marco and Tony. You good I never, now? I've never been asked. Are you no. good now? Can you travel? Yeah, I'm good. I can travel yeah. anywhere now. I have a driver right. well, license. You know, back. Donald Trump, you know, he's he's gonna make it tough for you. I'm good to go now, bro. Sh- After in 2005, man, that's when I did the the Young Comedians at the Montreal Comedy Festival. Mm-hmm. So that means from 2005, right, five years span, no after, no union gigs. Wow. So I go do premium blend, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Montreal Comedy Festival doesn't pay you nothing. You know, they just pay for your trip right, right. and your shows. So. Uh, I'm with an agent now, right? So I get premium blend, right? And, I, and I'm broke, dog. Like, I had no money. And I'm thinking I'm going to keep the check. Without even asking, they took that motherfucker. The union? Yeah. What? And I was so sad. You have to sign that over to them. Yeah, but I didn't know. But I, took, I was just happy. You know, I thought I was going to get it. And they didn't get it. But I was mad. I was like, what? And I remember um, Gerald Wright, he pulled a fit, bro, at... Um, over there at the fucking um, the Just for Laughs thing with Bob Summers and Kevin Hart. That show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he wanted his check right there. They didn't want to give it to him. He was all pissed off. They brought you there's nothing you could do, man. Wow. So they just took your shit like that, bro. Wow. That's got to be a weird. That's that sucks, man. It's just a jack. It's like strong arm robbery. You know what I mean? Just. But what can you do, man? You know, I mean, I'm sure you're good with the union now, right? Oh, yeah, I'm good, yeah. man. I got, insh- I got my teeth fixed. Oh, dope. Let me see. Oh, snap, yo. <laughs> dope, man. Give me a kiss, motherfucker. I'm ready, bro. Look at Gun you. Gun treatment, everything, bro. Got man. a missing tooth over here that's going to be replaced. I'm that's good awesome, too. Man. Dope, man. Yeah. Just Look at you. got a beautiful crack. smile. <laughs> Look at that smile, bro. I'm good to go, dog. Yeah, awesome, man. I remember, man. When we're doing, we're doing, we're partying, mm. and I um, had a chick at the time, and then she was sleeping, and we just kept partying, bro. Right. And I can't believe it, man. That was a lot of good shit. <laughs> then I, I, when I, the, the one time I, I showed up to Peanut's house. What's the name? Huh? PJ. PJ's house. You came to PJ's house? Dude, Wait a minute. What was I, we, I didn't what? even leave his house. Wait, which one? Which house was this? Was it the one on Fairfax? The one on Orange. Orange. Street. Oh, the little room. The little little room. Yeah, but on Fairfax, on Fairfax, yeah. On Fairfax, it yeah. was no, no, no. It was, that was a house. It was an apartment on Orange and Santa Monica. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know which house you talking he about. Was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, was yeah, that little crooked dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Davy. Yeah, Davey. yeah, yeah. Oh my God, bro, that fucking man. Bro. I was there for three days straight. God. And um, PJ had to go to the comedy store at work, and I just followed him and I waited for him <laughs> by the bar, getting fucked up. You with the wrong person. That's what Al Madrigal said. Al and Joe Diaz saw me. He goes, who you with here? I'm here with PJ and Yorsi. You're with Man, a chest of death. PJ is, he is a marathon uh, cokehead. <laughs> he, he will go me for marathon. days. One, yo, we used to stay on Normandy, like just north of uh, Sunset. In a one, it was a studio. Okay. All you guys. It was it was KD, my friend. He he rest rest in peace. This dude's soul, man. The good uh, guy he passed away in Las Vegas. Yeah, he got killed in Vegas and Bally's. Uh it was PJ Davy Wester, uh, myself and K KD. And uh we were in this one little small 
fucking room. KD bro. was at Dougie Point's party too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Davey didn't hang out with us much like that, but it was us three really the most who was just like going at it. But uh, we were coke whores. Yeah. We. Uh, this one particular night, man. After doing so much fucking coke, man. I, I was the I was the only one who could probably fall asleep after doing coke out of the bunch. I don't have time how you and Joe Diaz could do that, bro. Eat a do some <laughs> coke, eat a burrito, and pass out. Right. I'm gone. Uh, my rest is more important. Hey, why you think I look so young right now, bro? It's fucking fighting the cocaine they go to sleep and shit. But anyway, so this one night, I I, I open, I wake up, and uh, TV's blaring away, lights on. KD's knocked out. Davey's knocked out. But PJ was sleeping on a futon that was empty. And I'm like, damn, where the hell is he at? Well, maybe he went out and got a prostitute or something, you know, because they were all down that area. I said, well, now I got to go use the bathroom. I can get up off the floor and go in the bathroom. And I'm sitting there over, over the toilet doing my thing. And out of nowhere, PJ steps out from the showers. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's like one swoop, bro. Curtain, curtain go back. He just goes right out and jumps on the car, on his fruit time. I'm like, what the hell was you doing in there, man? I think he was in there masturbating. <laughs> that, that, that was so weird, bro. <laughs> Creepy, right? Yeah, man. Damn, that was weird. PJ lives in Jersey now, man. He, he moved? Yeah. Yeah. He's a yeah, Trump supporter yeah. now. Yeah, of course, yeah. Gotta believe in something. Can't believe in Coco your whole life. Who you? Who you with? I'm nobody, man. Yeah. Can't even vote. So, independent, bro. Yeah, you and I both, man. I don't, I don't, I don't care too much about it. If I ever get to that tr- that tax bracket, I might go for conservative, bro. You don't gotta keep your money. Yeah. Well, you don't have no money. Right. You wanna keep your fucking social social um benefits like free health care, yeah. Obamacare, right. You know, I, I'll vote for someone if they're saying, hey, let's put it in the rent increase. I'll vote for you. Ain't no reason why rent should be going up, bro. That shit is ridiculous, man. I know, man. You got to go to a place that's rent control, like where I live, but even, all old people. But they, but they still, it still goes up, doesn't it? Like 25 three, bucks? It's still going up, though. Like uh, 3% or 10 yeah, something <laughs> like that. Still, that shit putting a dent in my pocket. I remember, man, Um, when you were, I, I guess you were, Homeless at the time, mm. but I didn't know because you would just show up with Japanese bitches. <laughs> this guy, and I was like, "What? I want to be homeless." <clears throat> I see oh, flown God. in from from a USO tour, I guess. Oh, you had that God. one homeboy. <laughs> I thought you were loud, but then you had that one homeboy that was louder, bro, from New York. Oh, my friend Dante? He's cool, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. You talking about Dante from Hollywood? No, 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 not that Dante. Dante. He's he a was, dark skin dude? Yeah, he wore a hat. Yeah, 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 Dante. I he's know you talking about him. funny, man. He should be a comic. Yeah. Uh, nah, he's a he's a, he's a, a nurse assistant. He's loud doctor, and funny, I mean, A nurse man. assistant or something. A doctor, I don't know what they call those people that go to school, to you know, nursing school to become a, a, physician, a physician assistant. He draws blood. Yeah, he draws blood and shit check your pulse and your temperature. But uh, no, he's doing really well in New York, too. He used to drink. He used to drink that adios motherfucker shit, that yeah. blue shit. Yeah. Oh, God. That's a, ugh. I remember seeing him watching, watching Wild Coyotes, Wild Coyotes drinking Windex. <laughs> right? That's what it looked like, too, yeah. Windex, bro. Man, that shit, man, fuck that. I knew that. Man, that shit probably give a person diabetes, especially a black person, bro. I ain't trying to drink that shit. 
I'm not much of a drinker, man, but I, I smoke weed and uh, a lot of cocaine back in my day. A lot of party animals back then, huh? Yeah, man. I always feel like if you if you're partying like that now, you're gonna die. Yeah, well, you know, for Freddie Soto, man, he uh, you were with he, him, right? I wasn't. No, I was actually overseas when he passed away, oh, man. Yeah? And uh, when I got the news, but um, I never partied with him. No, I, I haven't either. I haven't partied with Freddie. But Freddie, uh, actually, I'm lying. Uh, we 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 probably did a couple of bumps in the uh, back of the comedy store once. But he is the one who got me my showcase with Mitzi. At the oh, comedy yeah. store, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. If it wasn't for him, bro, I, I probably wouldn't have never made it through. You know, but oh. my first initial showcase was through him. But I didn't get passed. But I was I was able to, you know, get more after that. And I remember the last showcase I got before I got passed. I was standing in in the back of the comedy store, and Mitzi had came came in, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna ask Mitzi if I can showcase. I was talking to the two doors in the back, to, the cover, the the door guy in the back, and the parking lot guy, and they, hey, those are haters. I can't remember who they were, <clears throat> but they were hating. They were like, nah, man, you don't want to go in there and mess with Mitzi, man. She don't like it when people mess with her in the middle of her showcase and shit. I said, man, shut up. And I went in there. You know where she she sat, right? Like that chair right by the door, and I. And I went in and I, I kneeled down beside her and I was like, "Hey, Mitzi," and she looked over to me. I could see her, you know. She, her, you know, her face. You know, at that time, she was kind of a little. Uh, she was still competent, but she 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 knew who I was. And but she, I was like, "Mitzi, can I can I showcase for you? Uh, if you get a fallout." And she was like, "Okay." And sure enough, bro, no less than five minutes later, bro, I went. You know, I was out in the back and cover booth guy at that time came out and was like, hey, Mitzi wants you to come and showcase. And, bro, I tell you, man, when I went up there, man, I gave it my all, bro. And sure enough, she told me right then and there, I passed, you passed. And I was so happy, man. That was the best time of my life over there. You know? Your name got up there too, right? Yeah, my name up on the wall. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was it meant something then, bro, because you, you, you showcased. I mean, I had to showcase at least eight times. Me too. You know what I mean? And now these cats, bro, they ain't, they, bro, I don't know. It's different now, man. I'm not trying to talk down on them or anything like that, but they ain't, they didn't work for it like like we had to work for it. They get passed right away now? Um, I don't think, I, you know what? I it's It seems like it's like that. You know what I mean? It seems like it, because I, I was there, man, for a while. A lot of those cats, they they may have been there, but they never showcased. But then when they get that showcasing opportunity, then they get passed, you know. It's like um, nowadays they'll, they'll make you a regular just because you know Joe Rogan. <laughs> it's a who you know business. Yeah, man. But, um, I mean, hats off to those guys over there. Comedy store is taking a, a, a so, total change. Every, every room sold out. <clears throat> Every room is always busy now, you know. It's, it's, it's vice versa with the Laugh Factory used to be. Or the haha, Or the ha The ha They were busy one point? Hell no, bro. They were busy uh, when, there was a, uh, when there was a cafe. A cafe, yeah. <laughs> oh, down the street. When it was down the street, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I have my opinions about the haha. I'm always on the fence with those guys. But nonetheless, man, you know, business is business, you know. And you got to do whatever you can to survive, you know. That's what it's about these days, man. You got shows coming up? No. No. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm happy being on. I'm actually what I'm doing, Felipe, is I'm I'm writing a screenplay, man. I'm in the middle of writing it, bro. And um finally got around to, you know, getting up off my ass and stop procrastinating. Uh uh, you know, 
and putting forth the effort and putting the screenplay together. I'm pretty proud of myself at this point because, uh, you know, I've mapped it out and I got the storyline down. Now I'm putting down the dialogue and uh, my character's all developed and stuff and, you know, and doing a lot of reading and watching movies and stuff and just trying to make sure uh, I got all the pieces in the right place, man. You know what I mean? So I feel good about it. I feel really good about it. And I don't expect much from it, but I just want to make sure it's a great story, you know? What is it about? Um, you I just try to keep it brief. Uh, it's just basically about a kid who, of course, who's who who is put in a position to take on a uh, a job that he has no training for. Basically, a fish out of water situation. But he takes on this job to get a girl. Um, and at the same time, the uh, <clears throat> the girl's father, who owns the business, is you know, he has a gambling problem. He bets on cockfights, you know, and he loses his business to a cockfight in a cockfight. And uh, unbeknownst to his family, you know, he has to try to save it before, you know, the Pisces come and take it from him. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I kind of got a nice little spin on it. So this dude, he promised a girl that he helped save the business. And I don't want to give away too yeah. much because it's a, uh, I think it's a unique idea about it, but the typical structure for movies, you know, the uh, the coming of age, um, fish out of water type thing, you know, and, um, it's uh, it's in a in a in a if I could just say the slug line would be, you know, to save a single flower is, is to save the world. Oh, pretty much. Deep. So, um, but in that, you know, just want to keep it under wraps. You You've seen a lot of shit, huh, man? Tell us about that time, tell our listeners about that time you told me you were standing outside the comic store smoking a joint, somebody jumped off the building. Damn, bro. Hey, uh, damn, I can't believe you remember this stuff, man. I know, bro. I just remember. <laughs> well, man, you know, when, when Jeez, I have a where you get where you when you have a friend, you know, <laughs> they tell you stuff, you never you don't forget that stuff. You know bro. who was with me? Uh Thomas Ward. Thomas Ward! Yo, you should bring he's in town, man. You yeah, should bring him on board, man. Thomas Ward, man. Um, we were sitting at the at the comedy store. You know, like you know, it was called uh, what was it called? It's and as now, but it's called uh, the Hyatt. The Hyatt, yeah. And, and you know how it was set up. They had the balconies and st- you know up there. Uh, but this guy, uh, this one particular day, I was uh, we were sitting uh, right there in the front on the patio, and um, Thomas Ward. I was actually I actually had my back towards the the Hyatt, and Thomas Ward was facing me as I was sitting up on the the uh, counter or the the rail or whatever. And Thomas goes, what the fuck was that? And I heard heard it hit the ground, like smack, like it was a piece of metal or something that hit the ground, like smack. And I turned around and I saw this body laying in the driveway of the Hyatt, bro. Immediately I jumped off, man, and ran over there and it was this white boy just sprawled out on the ground. And I just, as soon as I got there, bro, I heard him take his last breath, like, damn. And that was it. He was he fell uh from the fourth floor. They said this dude was drunk or something. He tried to sit up on the balcony and fell off. To his death, bro. Damn. To his death. So and he then, slipped through the bars? Yeah, man. And they just recently had somebody got shot over at the comedy store too. This was like last year, I think. Did you hear about that one? Some the guy walked up to another guy and shot him up. Yeah, man. It was weird. You know what? <laughs> Here's what a lot of people don't know. The kid who got shot, his family reached out to me through Instagram. So we were, I was sitting in the back. In you the were bar. there? Yeah, I was there that night. I was sitting in the back. There's a back bar for the comics and their guests or whatever. 
And, you know, it's crowded, music playing. <clears throat> and we hear pop, 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 you know. And the bartender goes, <clears throat> yo, that, that was just firecrackers. That was guns. You know, people be going crazy and shit. And a few minutes later, the piano guy, Jeff, comes in the back and says, hey, somebody just got shot out in the front. And everybody rush out the damn place. And I go out, and of course, me, my nosy ass, always like to look at dead bodies and shit. I go up there, but I'm coming from the the parking lot, <clears throat> and I'm looking over, and I see the kid stretched out in front of the uh, in front in front of the front door, bro. I mean, literally, like in front of the front door, this guy was taken out. Packed house, bro. That bar, that patio was packed, and I see this kid, man. So I I, I thought about taking a picture of him, but I, I didn't do it out of respect. You know what I mean? But I should have. Um, because that's just the way it is these days, you know what I mean? And but I took a picture of them carrying him into the ambulance, um, uh, and I posted it up on Instagram. I took a picture of uh, like people, the cops single filing people out of the the parking lot, you know, making sure everybody's cool and whatever. I guess it's protocol for them. So I took a picture of that and I posted it up on Instagram. Then next thing you know, I get a I get a message from his aunt. New York and she was like yo what's going on over there I'm his aunt you know and what happened and I tried to explain to her you know as much as possible you know uh what I what I knew and I told her you know he said that some guy just out of nowhere came up and just open fired on him I said he was there with uh like three other dudes one was in a wheelchair they were staying in a hotel next door and uh they had left him there all three of those dudes went over to the hotel. That's when he got shot, and then they came back. So it's kind of weird how that happened for them to just leave him like that. Yeah, especially the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. He could have waited there. Where you exactly. Go? Where are you going? Where are you going to roll off to? So they uh, so they said this guy, man, he just stood right there at the edge of the, at the, at edge of the entrance and just opened fire on him, man, and all those shots hit him. You go there, there's no bullets in the glass door. You know there's a glass door. You know yeah. no bullets in the wall. You know who else was standing there? Ooh. Sandy Brown. Damn. You know, she was a wreck, bro. She was a wreck, man. She, she didn't have a karate she, outfit on? <laughs> no. <laughs> she didn't have a karate. Yo, she was standing right there on the stairs, man, and she saw this dude getting laid out, bro. Damn, bro, that, has to, that had to have been one of the terrifying moments ever bro but um I'm still turned out that Stanley Brown had a spot yeah <laughs> no, she didn't have a spot she was just hanging out. <laughs> so what was it 1984 <laughs> you stupid <laughs> yeah man she's light skin right young girl <clears throat> Sandy Brown yeah no but Sandy's little she's about my complexion yeah I remember her yeah, yeah man yeah, man. I remember uh, we were at Wild Coyotes, man. You were on stage, <clears throat> and then you were, like, having a tough time. I was. Get out of here. I never have a tough then, time. Then <laughs> Ronnie Perry walks in with Cat Williams, and then you're like, yo, who invited the midget? <laughs> Fucking crowd lost it, man. <laughs> and, and up until then, I never noticed that Cat and, Ro and Ronnie Perry were that short. But then I noticed, oh, they are short. <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> I was cat in a hat then. Who oh, <laughs> invited the cat. midgets? That's funny, man. <laughs> man, you remember a lot of shit, bro. I can't remember 
anything, man. He must smoke that good stuff. I remember one time, man, I had to take a shit at Wild Coyotes after doing a fucking line. You know, you do cocaine so much, you got the fucking runs. It's cut with bad stuff. Some shit, baby laxatives or some shit. Man, I I was driving over there, and I had to, I was holding it in the car. And when I finally got there, I don't even think I parked my car right. I just bailed out and ran into the bathroom, bro, and took a shit, nigga. And the shit was mixed with blood. I was like, I'm dying. Damn. <laughs> your hemorrhoid stages. <laughs> I was like, that's some fucked up. Some ro- you had the roids. <laughs> right. I don't think it was roids. It was probably... Could have been cancer. I had hemorrhoids for the first time like five years ago. I was dying, but I thought I was gonna die. You had hemorrhoids? Yeah. It was, it, it, was it that bad? I didn't even know what it was. At first I was constipated. Then I just fucking started pushing like, then blood and I must have broke something. I didn't even go to a doctor, man. Did I'm you fucking... feel it? Did you feel it break? Nah. Did it like, like that? I just hurt like hell, man. Crying like a bitch. Yeah. What's know. up, fool? Where can people follow you at on Instagram? Um, Iorsi. Or just type in Yorsi Thomas, so all my information will come up. Y O U R S I E. Find me wherever. Whatever happened to that fucking comedy DVD we did in the streets? Oh, you know what? Me, you, sis, me, me I, and your daughter. I got that. I looked George. at that the other day, bro. I was watching that the did other day. Did they air day. it? And they were aired, uh, ah. Sold? I think they aired it in Somalia. <laughs> <laughs> I think it. It's on a ship somewhere. <laughs> I think the pirates are loving it over there. It's the top five comedy special <laughs> right. on a submarine. Man, though, that was a great concept, too, bro. I'm surprised it didn't go that far. I think it would probably do well now, though. Yeah, the son of this stand-up, too, right in the beginning? Yeah, my son. Yeah, Billy, yeah. He's in New York now. I mean, he's rapping now. How old is he now? Man. You ready Ready for me to age you right now? Yeah, he can be older than my son. How old is your son? About to be twenty something. My son's thirty one. Oh wow. My son's gonna be thirty two. Yeah. Thirty thirty two? Right. So you had him in high school also. I got a I got a I got a huh? You had him in high school also? When I was in high school? Yeah, you Nah, son. nah. I had him when I was eighteen, man. Oh. Yeah, I was out. I didn't finish high school, man. Me neither. Fuck high school, man. That bullshit. Man, I don't know, man. I, I right now I regret that I didn't finish school. I Cause. do. I, I do sometimes when I watch good, funny college movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Roddy, then you were back to school. Or when I see a, a smart comic up on stage articulating and using fucking phenomenal words and shit, I'm like, fuck. I, I always say, fuck that fool. You can't do the rooms I could do. <laughs> I fool get booed off stage opening up for Mike Epps. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mike Epps. Because I, I went on a tour with Mike Epps. Yeah. I was opening up for him some more. Bruce, Bruce, and I, was, I, I didn't realize. I will go up there and start doing my stand-up without greeting nobody. Right. They don't like that shit, man. Oh, yeah, you got to You got to Yeah, uh, Charlie Murphy told me this, bro. He said, you got to go up and you got to, you know, make them feel good. Yeah. Or or compliment them. Yes. Or something like that to break the ice. Charlie Murphy told me that trick. I was like, wow. I was up there trying to do my stand-up right away, you know. They'll laugh. But it wasn't to like what on this side. What's up? Right. The middle side, the this side, and then I go up there, and then I started laughing. Right. And because I, I, I was telling Mike Epps that I had um, I had a Charlie Murphy book mm-hmm. that I took from a comedy club, and um, one one of the word it had a story about about um, um Charlie Murphy doing stand up comedy. How he was bombing mm-hmm. a lot. And then he started bombing real hard, you know. When, when, as soon as he started opening up for Mike Epps, he started bombing. 
And then uh, I was telling Mike Epps that he wrote about you on his book about bombing, and you give him good advice. And Mike Epps said, oh, yeah, man. This is Def Jam crowd, man. Who's be dying up there? Mm-hmm. And he was telling me how bad Charlie Murphy was doing. Because um, he, and I told him, no, man, he did particularly bad in Cleveland because he had did an interview where he said he was the LeBron of comedy. Mm. He just started doing comedy last year. And he was already killing it and doing mm. theaters. Mm. But the crowd heard about them, man. They were booing him, bro. No, I got a Mike Epps story. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I used to work for a company called Laser Pacific, which is post-production. <clears throat> and Mike Epps' project came through there. I worked in a library where all the elements came in. You know, everybody's material, whether it was film, tapes, or whatever. <clears throat> well, his, his stuff was on like a was on a DV or high eight or something like that. I can't remember, but I was able to, uh, I, I saw it when it came in and, um, I saw Mike Epps one day at the store or somewhere. And I said, Hey Mike, I said, your project came through my job. He goes, for real? He goes, he goes, where you work at? I said, I work at Lazy Pacific. He says, Oh, okay. He said, my shit better not get out on the streets. I said, <laughs> I can see them say I that. I said, man, nah, man, I ain't gonna do that to you, bro. I wouldn't do that. So, long story short, next day, I get in fucking work. They pull me in the office, bro. <laughs> this fool tried to get me fired, man. <laughs> Try to get me, man. I had to feed my fucking kids, man. My wife. This nigga. Anyway, man. Should have put that shit out there like so plain, he told him. Right. <laughs> I should. Right, man. What's up, fool? What up, fool? Thomas in the house. Yo, man, once again, man, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, bro. I was was thinking through all this crazy shit like me and you and George Perez, bro, running around with this lady's car for three days. Remember he had the bug? Damn, man. (laughs) You You and I slept in his his, um, couch in the the fucking garage. Oh, God, man. No sleep to Brooklyn. (laughs) That should be the name of of your Steve's album. Oh, my God, man. Jeez, man. How how are you able to, like, store all this fucking I got you a surprise, bro. I got you something from Louis XIII, bro, pre-roll. What is this? You know, some pre-rolls, bro, they give it to you hash- and it's all it's all fucking shake. That's the real shit, bro. That's the joint that two two Tupac smoked before they shot him. Nah, man, it's the shit that's gonna have me butt naked in a chicken coop, huh? Hell yeah, bro. The kind of shit that's the joint that Trenton Stewart smoked <laughs> and locked himself up in his trunk. No, that's the joint he smoked, and now he's uh, Christian. <laughs> he's Bible toting right now, <laughs> selling plots. <laughs> I'm talking about. Uh, oh, I'm talking about Terrence. Terrence. Yeah, Terrence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that who you said, Terrence? Yeah. yeah. I thought we called him Head. Head, yeah. Head, man. Head. <laughs> yeah, man. I saw him uh, the other day. Uh, Head, Shady on. Grady. Yeah, he tried to convert me. So no, man. I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing it, bro. Come on, brother. What's you up, fool? Yorsi Thomas, man. Felipe Esparza, man. Follow him on Twitter. Buddy. What's your Twitter? Um, same thing, man. Just um, Google my name. Yorsi, Y-O-U-R-S-I-E. Very unique name, man. Yeah, you know, man. Somebody tried to steal my shit, though. They tried to make it into a onesie. Yeah, try to name their onesie after my name, bro. Uh, nah, I'm thinking about serving a cease and desist, bro. You should, bro. They yeah. sent me one. At <laughs> least send you a onesie. <laughs> no, they sent me a, a cease to, what is it called? A cease and desist? Cease and desist. For what? For the shirt. What's up, fool? For that, for that, that time. Yeah. For that one? Wow, bro. We out of here, man, right? Yeah. You ain't gonna say goodbye?